0: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants
2: mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey-shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick
1: playoffs!
2: Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in
1: in a few minutes. Instacart for the win.
2: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Maladis. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney A Life and Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. <laughs> Welcome in. Welcome in, hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're both so fired up for the start of hour three that we were ready to jump right in there and start firing away. We've been breaking down a lot of different issues, by the way. I encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast make sure you don't miss a single moment. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. You can also... Watch us, believe it or not, for three hours live every single day if you want to watch the video version of the radio show. It's at clayandbuck.com. You can sign up there. You can go behind the paywall. Boom. We are waving at you right now. What I can promise you is that you will probably see us frequently attired in T-shirts talking into a microphone. But if that sounds super appealing to you... It is your lucky day because you can watch all three hours. Uh, we have been talking about a variety of different topics. It is Valentine's Day. As I started off the show by saying, if you in your car right now, just thought to yourself, oh, no. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. And if you haven't already taken care of the woman in your life, you are probably in for a rough day. You better get on it. New York, 3rd Congressional District, Santos's District. Eight-point win for Democrats, another seat of the majority gone, one loss after another. It's important to try to pay attention to all of these losses and think, as we sit here nine months out, this is a suburban Long Island district, wealthy, high white and Asian population, A district that Santos won in 2022. A district that Joe Biden won by 10 points in 2020 over Donald Trump. Eight-point win for the Democrats in this election. We're going to continue to hammer this. Snowy day? Waiting till election day? It's not going to be good enough to win in 2024. All of you need to get your votes in. Uh we got uh, let's see also the Mayorkas impeachment neither buck nor myself is very optimistic that this is going to lead to uh a significant political win uh we've got buck i wanted to talk about this cuz we mentioned it yesterday the senate has passed a 95.3 billion dollar payment your tax dollars going to fund the border and protect the border of Ukraine, Taiwan, and Israel. 22, I believe, is the number Republican senators supported this bill. It's now moving on to the House. Yesterday I was reading, and I just want to ask you, I want all of you to think about this as a broad idea. We are now $35 roughly in debt. When the Tea Party started and became an issue, we were at $10 trillion in debt. So we're averaging adding about a $1 trillion a year to our national debt. I saw a report from the Congressional Budget Office. I was reading about it yesterday, Buck, that we are on pace to have a $54 trillion federal deficit A decade from now. And my son is 16 years old. He's a sophomore in high school. And he's just starting to study economics. And we were having this conversation recently. The dollar is the default currency for the world. What happens if suddenly our foreign adversaries who own... Trillions of dollars in American debt. What happens, Buck, if one day they just decide they're not going to buy the debt that we are constantly issuing well, out
4: there? What, what you're talking about is uh, the death of the dollars, the global reserve currency, and the end of American dominance in all respects, including our quality of life that we have gotten very used to in this country uh where we can be these massive consumers and and get deeply indebted and it doesn't really affect things for us I mean part of the problem is yes we complain the economy's not as good now as it should be and but you've spent some time in countries I'm sure where you see what real economic yes. deformation looks like or real economic reversal looks like and it is uh, it is a shocking thing it is a devastating thing to that nation and uh, i i think that unfortunately right now we we don't have a system that will allow this to turn around uh we don't have people who are willing to make decisions today that take the future into account this is a function of math isn't it interesting there are so many people who are much more concerned about climate it seems than about the debt these days yeah one of them is a Real thing that is not a real problem, meaning climate is changing, it is always changing. Yes, of course it changes. There's it no real threat to humanity and to us whatsoever. And the other thing is a mathematical certainty that the debt burden will become so heavy that it will crowd out uh, other spending and it will change the lives of the American people in future generations in ways that we would really hate to see. And that can, of course, lead to social unrest, civil unrest, all kinds of other problems as well. But I can sit here and talk about it and we can talk about where the debt was in the Tea Party era in 2010, uh, versus where it is now. I think it was, what was it, uh, 10, 10 trillion? trillion? Yeah.
5: yeah. We've added 10, 20, 25 trillion
4: in debt since the Tea Party. So, you know, we, we, we talk about this and look, uh, you know, one way that, one way that Trump hit Ron DeSantis right away and it was effective was Ron wanted to cut entitlements. Even among Republicans, this is some real talk. Even among Republicans, you want to win? Say you won't touch entitlement spending. You say you won't touch the retirement age. As long as that continues, we're just going to keep, I mean, that's for me, I don't want to be overly fatalistic about it, but maybe, maybe that's what I'm being. Until people feel pain, they won't change. And the problem with this is once you start to feel the pain, then the change it's is too really late. Too
3: late. Yeah. It's all too late.
4: And this is where we are. You know, think about that. I mean, Trump has said, I won't touch your, your social security. I won't touch your Medicare. I won't touch, uh, you know, entitlement spending. I won't touch a retru- retirement age. And that's a Republican from outside the establishment. And anyone who would run against him in this primary or, you know, anyone who going forward is running as a Republican, they know they'll lose if they say they want to touch any of those things. And you bring that up now. People always say, Clay, I've paid into this my whole life. Medic, social security is fixable and that's doable. You, you you just make some change. You do a little bit of means testing for rich people and you raise the retirement age a couple of years. You figure out when you do that. You get out the actuarial table. It's not the end of the world. Medicare is a big problem because people say, Oh, I've been paying into it. The average person, the average person takes out twice in Medicare spending what they pay into over the course of their lifetime. And a vast majority of that spending comes in the last six months of life. Yeah. So we have to fix these things somehow, but no one you know, you say you want to fix it, you're a bad person. You say you want to change it, you know. You and I are getting older. Well, you know, at some point we're gonna want Medicare too. I want it to be there and I want it to be a functioning program for people, but I don't know, man. We, we sit here, we talk about it. Look at this foreign spending we're doing. Why are we giving that's, any That's, why, all it that's, so, uh,
3: that's why, why, why it ties in. That's why it
4: ties in. Why are we giving any of these countries? Yeah. And notice, I, I, is there anyone who has been mo- more vocally in support of Israel? Well, period, but also since October 7th than we have been on this show. I don't Maybe think so. Even yesterday, I, I tell, there's a little, <gasps> what, what do you mean you're talking? Israel's a wealthy country. Why are we giving Israel $16 billion? Why do we give it $3 billion every year? And it's not just Israel. Why are we giving $60 billion to Ukraine? Why do we have the the foreign aid budget that we have in total? What are we actually getting for
3: this? I agree completely.
4: And I think it, look, if you
3: want to give to charity, because let's be honest, that's basically what we're doing here, then most of you, if you run ran your household, you wouldn't go in debt to donate to charity. In fact, your husband or wife, if you sat down at the table and you said, hey, for part of our budget this year, I want to give $5,000 in charity on the credit card, every single one of you out there would look at your spouse like they were absolutely insane. If you wouldn't do in your household... What the United States government is doing for our entire household, and Buck, I don't see this as Democrat, I don't see this as Republican, I don't see this as independent. To me, anyone voting to give a hundred billion dollars, rounding up from ninety-five or ninety-six billion, to foreign countries when we are thirty-five trillion dollars in debt, I I think your analogy with global warming is 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 a really good one. One of the biggest issues in life, this is me giving you a little bit of a TED talk, is most people fear things which in reality are not threats to them. And you spend a lot of time being fearful of things that are never going to be an issue in your life. You and I are in our 40s. I, I've got three kids, 16, 13, and 9, I'm building a beach house. I've said before, I ain't worried about the rising oceans. All right. Maybe it's going to be an issue for my beach house. If so, I was wrong. I'll deal with it. I am insanely worried about the fact that at some point in my kids lives, maybe even some point in my life, we're going to be a hundred trillion dollars in debt. And if you don't think that our adversaries out there are not planning on bankrupting this country, Everybody wants to talk about, oh, there's a new threat from Russia. Oh, there's a new threat from China today. The big looming asteroid that is aimed right for America, that is in danger of obliterating this country, is we're going to have $55 trillion in debt a decade from now, and then just the interest on our national debt is going to become soon the biggest single expenditure that this country has well th- th- there's a long I mean, this there's is a crazy. long
4: history there's a long history of this of a fiat currency uh you can go back and even look at the usage of paper currency in you know china over a 1000 years ago i mean there, there's uh, when when once they start printing it in paper and once the money has no intrinsic value it's not backed by anything what happens inflation happens and inflation we all know what that does particularly to those who don't hold assets and then the, the politic this is the problem we're in right now the political mechanism to check it even in a in a republic like ours right even in in a system where the people who are suffering from the inflation who are suffering from these decisions are the ones who are supposed to be able to make it right no one can win and get the power they need to solve the problem because the person who says Keep eating those treats. They won't make you fat. Keep eating a whole chocolate cake every night. There's no problem with it. That person wins because they're appealing to the immediate and they're appealing to the sense that I get mine. I'm not worried about what comes down the line. That is what it is bipartisan in this country. It is the truth and you're not even really hearing any, you know, we're, we're, we're hopefully going to elect a president who's obviously far better than Joe Biden. Donald Trump's not going to touch the debt. Anyone anyone take bets on that one? Not going to touch the debt. He's going to spend a lot. Just Donald Trump spent six trillion dollars last year in office. Everybody, I know it was COVID. I know. Oh, we can't. We can't blame Trump for anything. Look, I love the guy. I'm hoping he's going to be president. But if we're talking about the debt, you know, this is the situation, folks. I don't know. Man, this I just is, I, we are I, a I, bummer I, on Valentine's. Day. I, <laughs> I
3: just I I think it ties in so much with. The failure that we have from our elected officials we are we are thirty five trillion dollars in debt, and they are telling us it's anti-American if we won't take out a hundred billion dollars in additional debt and send it to foreign countries to protect their own border while our border is wide open and this to a large extent in the Senate is bipartisan, and I just look at it and I say. No one would run their family finances like the United States government does. And just think about it. if you I, j- Donating to charity is a fabulous thing to do. If you were donating $5,000 to charity on your credit card that you didn't have and you were going to have to pay interest on that donation, none of you would do it. And if you had a spouse that suggested it, you would tell them that they're crazy. Well, but, but you, you certainly, certainly would say it's un-American. Clay?
4: Your your analogy is is actually people are uh, are saying, "Hey, let's do something really nice for for some other family. Let's do something really nice yeah. for some other family because it's going on someone else's credit card." And that's what people don't realize. It's actually our credit card. It's the credit, the faith and credit yeah. of the American people, and we're all in it together on the dollar. It's not even a partisan thing. I I don't want the dollar to collapse for any of us because then it collapses for all of us. And also to then argue that if I'm opposed
3: to that, I'm not an American, that it's un-American to be opposed to spending a $100 billion on somebody else's border. If we had a budget surplus, that's a conversation we could have. We don't have a budget surplus. In fact, I'm concerned that all of this is going to blow up one day we're going to try to sell debt, and there ain't going to be a buyer. And what happens then? Look out. I mean, look out in a big way. Uh In the meantime, oh, man, let's have some fun. <laughs> I've got prize picks right now, and a lot of you out there got your big Super Bowl picks in uh and had a fantastic time, even though we ended up losing on our prize picks because... Brock Purdy took a knee on the final play of regulation to knock his total rushing yards back. But if you're a sports fan, fantasy sports person, prize picks is what you want to download. America's number one fantasy sports app. California, Texas, Georgia, all sorts of states. If you've been feeling like you're left out, you can have some fun. You can win up to a hundred times your money. With as little as four correct picks, that means ten dollars can turn into a thousand dollars. And right now, they will match a hundred bucks. Basically, you get a hundred bucks. You put in a hundred bucks, they'll give you a hundred bucks. All you have to do is go to prizepicks.com, use my name Clay, and you'll get a first deposit match. That is up to a hundred dollars, boom, they'll give you a hundred dollars. So your hundred dollars turns into two hundred dollars. All you have to do is go to prizepicks.com use my name clay when you sign up that's pricepicks.com slash clay do it today a hundred dollars double your money have some fun at pricepicks.com code
4: clay keeping it real keeping it honest clay travis and buck sexton
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
6: Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
2: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way
6: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge.
4: I love the 80s tunes we're throwing out there today. Clay, do you know what, you know who did this one? I know the song. I have no idea who sings
3: this song. I'm the worst at knowing anybody who sings any song. I'm tone deaf. I am aware of popular music, but I do not, who sings this song?
4: Wait, oh, now, now, my, <laughs> is this, uh, is this tainted love, right? Soft cell. Yeah, soft. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, All right, making sure. Okay, yeah. So good tune, good tune. We're gonna talk to Carol Markowitz. Our ladies, we got a lot of lady listeners. A lady's perspective on Valentine's, plus your calls, plus your VIP emails. Opening up the back half of this hour here to the the voice of the Clay and Buck people. So uh send us your EI, uh, VIP emails. Go to clayandbuck.com for that almost a little out of breath i gotta run to the gate and get the flowers before carrie gets home so that i can set them nicely and surprise her on the table shh don't tell anybody it's just between you me and a few million of us pure talk believes in american values this is the cell phone company i use the same one that uh, clay's family relies on too pure talk also believes the word free should mean exactly that free switch to pure talk today and get a free samsung 5g smartphone no four line requirement, no activation fee nonsense, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen and a quick charging battery. Qualifying plants start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Pure talk service is on the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year when you're on a Pure Talk family plan. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S.-based customer service team help you make the switch today. Dial pound 250, say keywords Clay and Buck, and claim your eligibility for a free brand-new brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Pound 250, say Clay and Buck.
3: Valentine's Day expert Carol Markowitz about to join us here. She is also a part of the Clay and Buck podcast alongside of Tudor Dixon. Buck as he just shared, has run downstairs to go get the flowers that they are delivering for his lovely wife, Carrie. Carol, I apologize to all the men out there who have just realized it's Valentine's Day, but I asked, a, I asked an important question earlier. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, and New Year's Eve,
5: mm-hmm.
3: as a man, seem to be days that are designed primarily where men can only do things wrong. That is where things can only go awry. Relationships can be Mm -hmm. torn asunder. Is there a female equivalent for relationship days, in your opinion, that women feel similarly pressured as men do on the three days that I just mentioned?
7: No, of course not, because men are far easier creatures than women. Um, Sorry, that's just how it goes. We look good, but we're complicated. and. You guys, you know, less complicated, but you, you, have, you have your other pluses and minuses.
3: So there's never know. a day, there's never a day, Carol, where you're like, oh, my God, if I screw this up, I'm going to have to deal with issues from, from my husband. <laughs> no. Because you can just put it, no, here's there's, the thing, no, every the woman thing. knows, you can just put on a nice dress
7: right. and your that husband,
3: and heels, and your husband will forgive almost everything.
7: Right,
4: or take that nice dress off, and everything,
7: yes. you know, you're good to go. <laughs> it's true.
4: So, it's 100% so Carol, true. Carol, uh, we, we, we got one here from our VIP, Tracy. She writes, Clay and Buck, and if I'm out of breath, it's because I had to sprint. And Carrie's going to be back any second, <laughs> and it's a live show. I had to sprint to get the flowers, because otherwise they're just going to be, like, left by the gate, and I right. want them to be in the home. So, anyway, I had to get the flowers, bring them up, set them up. Oof, man, i got to do more cardio. Tracy <laughs> writes in, Clay and Buck. I worked at a grocery store while going to college. I learned how frustrated men were on Valentine's Day as they were scrambling to find something to drag home to appease the wife. They would tell me how livid they were. They had to rush the store to get some gift for their partner, always claiming it's not good enough for her, and I'm going to hear about my shortcomings in choosing her a gift. Isn't it more true now than ever, Carol, that when it comes to Valentine's Day, it is the thought that counts, like, if you get a smooch and a single rose, like that should be it. This this whole this whole holiday strikes me as uh missing the point sometimes.
7: So it's funny because of the three holidays you mentioned, I don't do two of them. New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. I just I'm not into it. I we've never celebrated them. I mean, you know, we we make get together with friends on, on New Year's Eve, but we're never the people who like get the five thousand dollar prefix menu at the restaurant and go to some hot party. Never and valentine's day i just i find it cheesy i try not to rain on other people's parades about it so i don't you know write long think pieces about how valentine's day this is this corporate holiday all that but i love mother's day and mother's day i mean i gave you three children it better be the biggest day of the year you better have thought about it in advance i don't want you waking up on the sunday morning and being like oh where do you want to go today absolutely not but I have to say that it's the thought that really women are missing. I I don't think that they care very much about what the grand gestures. I mean, maybe some do, but, you know, don't marry women like that. I think it's the thought that they feel like men are not putting into it. And that, for me, again, on Mother's Day, it would be less about how much he spent on the gift or, or whatever, but that he considered it in advance. He didn't just, you know, wing it. And that's really what it's all about.
3: Okay, so here's my thing on Mother's Day. How old are your kids now, Carol?
7: Um, they're 14, 11, and 8.
3: Okay, at what point do these bastards have to start pulling their own weight? Because <laughs> my kids are 16, 13, and 9, and yeah. I've been covering for their asses yeah. for their entire lives, <laughs> making sure that they're good for Mother's Day. Yeah. At what age do they have to own that it's their mom, not my mom? Like, i I got to tell right. you, this was one of the things I wasn't prepared for as a dad, I didn't know that I would have to be covering for my kids <laughs> on Mother's Day for someone who's not
7: even my own mom. Right, but she is the mom of your children. She gave you the babies. It, it, it's the but when do they
3: have to that. start carrying their own weight here on Mother's yeah. Day? When do I get to I like, mean, take a step back?
7: I feel like, yeah, you're right. At some point, the baton has to be handed over. But you know, can they make their own reservations? Can they figure out where mom needs to go? You're still paying.
3: So I'm going to pay for everything for the rest of their lives, honestly. This is what I'm coming to. Fuck. this so is what Carol, you have uh, to be on, on the ball for when you start having
4: kids. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, she's in our podcast stream, everybody, so make sure you subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast with the Carol Markowitz show, which is doing great download numbers already because all of you are enjoying it so much. So please go check that out. Carol, we, we think it's so important. You and Tudor. You you are our, our ladies who add that ladies touch that ladies voice into the mix yeah. here because we were it was a little guy heavy well I guess it's always guy heavy here on the radio but <laughs> little guy heavy talking about valentines but I want to offer you this Tracy our VIP also put this out there what do you think about this suggestion she wrote in after seeing how frustrated men were and realizing how ridiculous this holiday is I decided to give my husband a get out of jail free card and hold him the uh, hold him for the only holiday we would celebrate is our anniversary, as it is our day, not some crazy retail holiday. Yep. We've been married 44 years this week. I know his, I know, I made his life much better by eliminating this pressure for Valentine's Day. What do you make of it?
7: Yeah, well, that's what we do in our, our relationship, too. Our anniversary is a big deal. My birthday is a big deal. Again, Mother's Day is a big deal. But these other holidays, I, I, we, I we literally don't even acknowledge it. Like, we did not wish each other a happy Valentine's Day today. But you know what I have enjoyed like in the past, um, when we first got married, you know, we we didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. I, I said I wasn't into it, and my husband was obviously really happy to hear that. But then, like a few years in, like on February twelfth, I'd like to I like to say like, oh hey, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? And watch the look of like fear <laughs> on his face. It's a really good time. It only works that, like once or twice, but
3: that is fantastic. By the way, I didn't even think about the anniversary. The women just stack a series <laughs> of obligations on men
7: Don't get who birthday. are
3: birthday yeah. to, like, so many different things out there that we are awful at, and it's like a constant test that we fail, and I don't understand. Like, there's no equivalent that men do to women, right? Like, there's no day that I can point yeah. to and say, if you care about me, you will be perfect on this day.
7: Right. No, There it, again, we have higher expectations, and that's the way it works, you know? Um you your low the low expectations that we have of, of men never works out for them they, they need that higher bar to clear it's it's part of the whole you know evolution of the species
3: Carol what do you got on the podcast people have for people who have not yet listened to your podcast what will they find when they go listen to it in the clay and buck feed
7: it's a podcast about life it's a podcast where I ask people about how they got to where they are in their career, whether they think that they've made it, um, you know, uh, suggestions that they have for my listeners on how they can improve their lives. I've gotten so many people messaging me. I generally end with the question, a, a tip for my listeners to improve their lives. And I hear from people all the time that they're using those tips. And the one that I hear about the most is the Buck Sexton tip where he says that he reads before bed, And it puts him like in a, in a better place before sleep. I started doing it. I mean, a lot of people that write to me have done it. And you know, I I think that that's an easy change in your life. It's a podcast about life in our crazy world. And I want people to be able to benefit from it and not. Well, thank
4: you, Carol. By the way, I just tell everybody that that is, I think it's a game changer. It's also part of my, and this gets me heat. This gets me heat from people, Carol. No TV in the bedroom. I tell people no TV in the bedroom because you know what you're doing if there's no TV in the bedroom reading sleeping or cuddling those are the things or cuddling <laughs> those are the things you are doing you're not there's a TV room it should not be the bedroom it all ties into my read before you go to sleep I have a Kindle I put it on the low light setting I'm I pass out like a baby I read for 20 or 30 minutes no problem going to sleep every night and I end up reading 2-3 books a month that way every month just from that so I'm so glad that your people have found that to be your listeners yeah. To be useful. They do. And everyone should go check out the Carol Markowitz podcast. I'm waiting for Carrie to come home any minute. I'm just desperate that uh she get home, Clay, before the puppy figures out that there's this big thing that looks like it might be fun to chew in the middle of the table. Because she technically can't get up there, but she's like a velociraptor in Jurassic Park. She finds out how to open doors and move chairs. Carol, thank you for being here. Subscribe to the thank Carol... Well, Actually, just subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast and then listen to the Carol Markowitz show... Which is in there, Carol? Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, thank and tell you. your husband um, I was at the Super Bowl, and I'd love to see him there, but since he's a Cowboys fan, I never <laughs> will.
7: <laughs> mean Clay, very mean.
3: <laughs> no, and in all seriousness, Happy Valentine's Day to you and happy all Valentine's the
7: Valentine's Day to you both.
3: Women out there whose husbands are going to forget to tell they're driving around right now, panicked that it is Valentine's Day, and they have no idea what a memorable gift to give is. They're going to be scrambling, headed to the grocery store to try to grab some roses, the picked-over roses, the ones that nobody else wanted. All the men who love the women in their lives, they already got the great flowers. You've got like the really not-very-good little balloon with the sad saying on it. You got the bad but draggled, not-that-great-flower still available there. How about Legacy Bar? You can pretend right now, you can pretend that you, a month ago, decided that the perfect gift for Valentine's Day was to preserve all your family memories. If your wife or girlfriend isn't listening right now, you can claim that you have been thinking about her for Valentine's and that you decided the best thing you could ever do for her and for your family was to preserve all your family memories. She won't even know that you heard me at 2.45 on the afternoon of Valentine's, unless she listens. She won't even know that you waited until the absolute last minute. She might buy your argument that you hooked up the family a month ago with Legacy Box. Look, all you got to do, go on right now, LegacyBox.com slash Clay. You can get your order. You can... Take a picture of it, you can print it off, you can put it in an envelope, and you can pretend that you were prepared for Valentine's Day long ago. My gift to you is your family's memories preserved forever and keeping you out of the doghouse on Valentine's Day. Legacybox.com slash clay. Legacybox.com slash clay. Let me also say this, by the way. Somebody might have done this, Buck, and now they're going to get... The wife hearing, they might have done this a month ago, and it's the perfect gift, and now the wife is going to think you're just doing it today. So I will, if this is you, I will personally apologize to your wife or girlfriend or family member if I have just ruined your Valentine's Day gift. For the rest of you poor bastards out there that didn't take care of Valentine's, LegacyBox.com slash Clay. That's LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Sometimes all you can do is laugh. And they do a lot of it with the Sunday hang. Join Clay and Buck as they laugh it up in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the Radio app or
2: wherever you get your podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at Choppacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
4: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions,
6: 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
2: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
6: And I'm Skip Bronson.
4: We are closing up shop today on Clay and Buck. Valentine's Day, Ash Wednesday as well, by the way. Great song bringing us back right here. We're ending on a happy song. i got to go get some ashes. Um, Those are separate thoughts, by the way. I'm just thinking out loud. Um, And uh, we're going to take some emails, some calls, close us out here. I thought it was very good to get Carol's perspective on all this. And I would just say for all the ladies out there, Go easy on your guy today. If he's, if he makes an effort, that's, it is really a thought that counts kind of a day. And, and you know, I, I'm a believer, for example, and I, we don't even do, uh, adult Christmas presents, meaning, sorry, Christmas presents for adults among members of my, you know, my family. We, we don't, you know, make it sound like we're giving booze to each other or something, but no. Um, we don't give presents to each other because we want it to be about spending time with each other. So I think a flower, a kiss, a, a kiss, a uh, you know, thank you for being my everything. That's um, that's what it should really be about today. Uh, except we've been a little cynical today, Clay. So I think we need to keep everybody on the same page with that. We had a nice song there, um, to get us in the right mood. And uh Damon writes in, uh, Ella chair Fitzger- Ella Fitzgerald, good choice, Buck. Or Sarah Vaughn, but Clay probably doesn't know who they are. I think that's unfair, Damon. I think Clay knows who they are. Who is the second person? Sarah Vaughn. I never have heard of Sarah Vaughn in my life. (laughs) Oh,
3: Clay. I know Ella, I know Ella Fitzgerald. Sarah Vaughn, I mean, that could be like a girl that was in my high school algebra class.
4: This I is I don't. Sometimes, sometimes you guys roll a grenade in the trench and I, <laughs> I hop on it for Clay and Clay's like, you didn't have to do that buddy. Like, you know. Oh, I mean, you didn't man.
3: know who Morgan Wallen was. I mean, I, is Sarah Vaughn alive till today? Nobody
4: from, no, no, but nobody from New York City knows who Mor- Morgan Wallen
3: Morgan. is. Morgan Wallen would sell out the Giants or Jets Stadium if he had a concert there
4: next week. From people who don't live in New York City but would travel there from the from the area, I really I, he would I sell think,
3: out Madison Square Garden only with people from the Upper East Side.
4: That's a bold statement. I mean, I don't know if we could ever try that out, but I, I like where your head's at on this one. Rachel in Northern California has a Valentine's Day thought for us.
5: Yes. Okay. So I'd like to add to the conversation that um earlier she was talking about how like she doesn't focus on. On um, Valentine's Day because it's you know yes it's a commercial one. My um, fiance, um, I would tell him that um, it you know it's, it's not important either. And he said, "Oh well, you're my Valentine every day of the year." And I was like, "Oh okay, you just you just got me." <laughs> just
3: When's the wedding? When's the I'm wedding?
5: Sorry.
3: What? When is your wedding? Uh,
5: when the the wedding. Okay, yes, we are engaged, but um, you know life happens sometimes. So we are still saving for the wedding. So
3: you don't um, know the date yet.
5: No, and I'm okay with that because we have both been married before, and we said we're. It's not like we're going anywhere. So. <laughs> How long
3: have you been engaged so, now?
5: Uh, we've been engaged since 2020. So. It's but it's
3: uh, okay I, I, right all right, all right. Oh, okay, Th- okay, okay, I'm, just gonna, pandemic, say, Rachel, I'm just gonna say, Rachel. I'm just gonna say. Three year, going on a four year engagement. I understand that weddings are expensive. I it's think you time. have to, you we, gotta
4: nail them down to a day. It's date. go time.
5: Um, no, it, it, well, it's probably me too. Because is he, is he there? Not,
4: do we, anyway. do we want to put him on the, this is like one of these, uh, Love line shows. You want to put him on the phone? Clay and I will talk to him. We'll set him
5: straight. I wish I could, but he is hard working right now. So he is at work and, um, I, I am a stay, at, I am a stay at home.
3: Yes. Well, we we appreciate you calling in, Rachel. Make sure you I, Thank to you for the call. Happy Valentine. We're, we're
4: telling him. We're telling him that it's it's go time. Clay and Buck say it's go time.
3: What what is the as a man? How long were you
4: engaged to carry? Oh, we got. I mean, we got we got engaged. uh Not that married. long. It was a short engagement. Six months, something like yeah. that. I got to do the math.
3: I, I was engaged. I think a year. Which I, I think, given I had no idea what goes into a wedding. Frankly, I still don't. Oh, no, nine uh, months.
4: I was no. I was nine months, but yeah.
3: I think I was about a year. I I think you're getting in. And Rachel called in. Fourth year of engagement. That's a long engagement. So I get the saving up. I would rather, if I were giving wedding advice, I would rather have a tiny wedding. Save the money for a down payment on a house. I would even encourage my own kids to elope. Now, I'm going to end up paying for everything anyway, even though it's usually the bride's uh, you know, family yeah. that pays. I guarantee I'm paying for every wedding.
4: I'm a big fan of throw a fun party for the engagement, throw a small, intimate family thing for the wedding. Just throwing it out there, everybody. Good luck surviving Valentine's. Lucky Land
0: Casino, asking
1: people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: Lucky?
1: Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.